listener production. They're cleaning spills and splitting bills. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, Matt, I'm all washed up. Oh, why? What happened? Walked to work in the rain. It's been a while since I've walked in rain. Mm, did you? Pretty <clears> refreshing. <throat> did you hold any uh, light posts and sort of swing around? <laughs> I did twirl the brolly um, <laughs> in my hands back and forth. Did a little bit of tap dancing through puddles. Um, but then, of course, you had to do the sad walk where your shoulders slumped and you're doing that. Then I went stood outside uh, someone's house while they were on the balcony a little bit and just looked up at them longingly. Um, <laughs> And then I took Still. my took a stick and I tied some stuff in a handkerchief and put it on the end of the stick and I decided to find a new sack. home. So it was a very productive walk to work is what I'm trying to say. What, don't you have an umbrella, man? I don't. No, I didn't bring one. I'm sure we do, but I didn't bring one. I got a sick pink raincoat. It's so good, man. I absolutely love it. You look good in a pink raincoat. I, I know. That's why I love it. I Sometimes I pray for rain just so I can look <laughs> scucks as as I'm walking to uh, work. But hey, it is another Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. I'm uh, going to have a bit of a rant today. I've been having some epiphanies. But the big news, Matt O'Kine, coming out of Buckingham Palace is that there's something going on, okay, with two people whose names are Megan and Harry. Uh, that, man, I mean, look, that is all I know. However... We're going to find out a lot more in a moment. Yeah, we have a very special royal correspondent who is going to be updating us on all the gossip that went down uh, in that uh, interview with Oprah between Harry and Megan. It is happening today on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's jump in. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt O'Kine, not sure if you saw, but there's been a little bit going on in the world of the royals recently. Oh, mate, there's a big interview with Oprah yesterday, wasn't there? Apparently. I mean, I don't see it much. Every now and again, when I see a person in a baby blue pinstripe jacket and a green bow tie with Big Ben behind them, I usually change the channel um, when the royal watchers get on board, which is why we've gone above and beyond to bypass the Percy Higginbothams of the world, you know, the Bartholomew... Magoobas who cross in from the lawns of Buckingham Palace. Those names are not synonymous with the royals. We have tracked down the one person in Australia who should rightfully be the number one royal watcher in this land, Matthew. Yeah, that's right. Let's cross live now to someone who's probably standing with an ice cold mango in their hand by the banks of the muddy brown snake. It is our royal correspondent, the writer of Good Vacuum. Kate Middleton from Brisbane. Hi. Hello, Kate Middleton. Thank you very much for joining us once again. You have popped up on the show a few times, namely the Good Vacuum song, which was an absolute hit. The name is very close to a royal, though. How's the last week been in the world of Kate Middleton? Oh, it's busy as. It's difficult keeping up with the Sussexes and the, and the royal household and the toing and froing which has been happening between Harry and, and Meghan and Buck Palace and the firm. So it's, <laughs> it's full on, full well, have on. You, have, have you got any uh, people adding you on Instagram thinking that you are the Kate Middleton through all this? 
Yeah, that has happened before. And Facebook deleted my account once, uh, <laughs> telling me I was impersonating a celebrity. So that was lots of fun. Well, wow. it's not so it's... all this talk about the firm, it's true, hey? They're really cutting out the real people in this. That's it. Now, I really don't know much more than what's going on with Harry and Megan, uh, other than they talked to Oprah recently, Kate Middleton. Can you please let us know what went on last night? Oh, well, it was quite a chunky interview, um, a proper two hours, and there was a lot, a lot to unpack. The most interesting takeaway, I would say, is the fact that the firm is not in 2021 at all. It was revealed in the interview that uh, there was questions and concerns about how dark baby Archie's skin would be when it's born. Uh, Well, that's just plain rude, isn't it? Yeah, it's just not on really. I think it goes to show that Buckingham Palace and the firm just isn't up to date with, you know, what's going on in in the world and you just don't ask that Well, it's not relevant. Um, But just before we move on to the next thing, because that is abhorrent, but for someone like myself um, who hasn't watched The Crown either, what's the firm other than like a movie which has... I mean, do yeah. you know they're calling it the firm? Well, it's that they're calling it the firm the now. Queen's man. the firm. So the firm are the people who work in and around uh, the monarch, and right. they kind of protect the Windsor family name. Mm. So it's not the actual Windsors themselves, but the people kind of upholding the image, I suppose, of the but royal. But didn't family. Megan use that term recently? Almost as a little bit of a, a reveal. Last time I got an avocado, it was firm as well, and I hated that. So <laughs> it, it is. It is quite the diss from well, Megan. Um, hey, um, Kate. A lot of people said that uh, I, I saw. I saw a lot on Twitter. Okay, I didn't. I didn't watch the interview either. But everyone, a lot of people saying, "Oh my God, jaw dropped on the floor when Harry said Prince Charles doesn't take his calls anymore." What was that about? Yeah. So basically, when Harry decided to take matters into his own hands and remove himself and his family. Uh, from being senior royals, you know, senior members of the family, uh, Charles basically said no. Like this isn't this isn't what you're supposed to be doing, and he, yeah, just stops taking calls. And obviously, that's devastating uh, for Harry to not have that connection with his family to lose that. And he admits that he feels like Charles and William are trapped. They're trapped in the system. They don't know any better, and that kind of explains how Charles has reacted. Wow. And a lot of conversations seem to be in the lead up to Megan's mental health. Did she go into some of the struggles that she's talked about? Yeah, so she said that they wouldn't let her go out and see her friends, live a normal life. And she had thoughts, you know, wishing that she wasn't alive anymore and, and asked for help and asked to be seeing someone and seeking treatment for this and the institution said that it wasn't a good look and it's so terrible. And it seems yeah. like, uh, I think, you know, ever since we were all very young and look, watching cartoons about finding a prince and being a princess, it sounds pretty dandy. But in this real life, it sounds like being part of a royal family and being quite rich and having tradition isn't all that cool. A hundred percent. And she said herself, you know, she related to the Little Mermaid, a girl who falls in love with a prince and loses her voice. And that's just devastating to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, did Kate Middleton come across well in the interview at all? 
Yes, not sorry. you, Kate Middleton. Um, oh no, yeah, the, Princess the, Kate uh, Middleton. The the, uh, the, the fake <laughs> Kate Middleton. Yeah. Uh, so Catherine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just had to slip that in. Sorry. <laughs> Megan kind of set the record straight and said that it wasn't her that made Kate cry. It was the other way around. And there was, you know, a little remark about uh, flower girl dressings in the lead up to the wedding, which, you know, hurt Megan feelings and she was quite upset about brides can be sensitive at the best of times uh so anyone who's been a bride can probably relate to that and but you know she says that kate all in all is is a is a is a good person she doesn't want to damn her character just wanted to point out the truth to the public and she made amends her own way by sending flowers can i ask kate as well did harry bring up parallels between his mum and Megan, the way that they treated Princess Di and and his wife? Oh, definitely. And he, you know, he made a comment that his mum would just be so devastated to see the way that they've been treated now. And it's heartbreaking for everyone, you know, this realisation that nothing's really changed. You know, the firm haven't learnt lessons from previous mistakes with Diana and I think he he feels like she would be happy for them now, but yeah, just absolutely devastated that, Goodness me. that they've been treated this way. And um, how did how did Oprah go? She, I mean, her show wrapped up a little while ago. Was she rusty or was she, you know, bang on form straight off, you know, without even stretching? Oh, Oprah, she just nails it every time. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the she real never queen. stops. Yeah, yeah 100%. The, the, the actual queen. Her production company, you know produced up the interview, got the cameras in and did the interview. Harry and Megan didn't get paid for the interview, but Oprah sold it to whichever network wanted it the most. Bidding war, Matt O'Kine, was, what, $7 million CBS paid, US. paid for that. US, 9.1 Australian, thank you very much. That is a spicy paycheck for a, uh, a big interview. Uh, worth it in the end. Got a lot of info out, and we thank you, Kate Middleton, for giving us the goss. Um, can you remind everyone what you do in your actual normal life? Because this being a royal watcher isn't isn't part of the game. It was just a uh, bit of a coincidence. Oh, look, it was um, it was my pleasure. I didn't choose the royal correspondent life. The royal <laughs> correspondent life chose me. Kate Middleton, thank you so much, and we'll hopefully see you again next time. Yeah, perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Kate Bye. Middleton. Bye. All day breakfast. Well, Matt O'Kine, most of my life, as far as rat dogs go, I'm a small chihuahua in your handbag, wandering around, getting patted by other cute people, just hanging out. I hear you. Just, you know, being a bit of arm candy, just very friendly, Mm -hmm. um, curling up for naps. But every Tuesday, Uh you know what happens. I am the rottweiler on a chain, barking at the fence, pulling the bloody stake I'm tied up to out of the ground and chasing you out of the suburb because I've become Rant Dog. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We allow you to join our little um, gang of junkyard dogs and have a little bit of a rant once a week. Start telling it like it is, you know, so we can shake the apple cart and melt a few snowflakes. Yeah, exactly. Get on some of those shows on certain (laughs) news channels, you know, that, that rate high. Get the conversation going. Rate as high as the sky. Uh, And Ryan has got in touch with us (laughs) from Berlin, and he's got a bone to pick. 
Hey guys, Ryan from Berlin here. Just wanted to uh, respond to the topic of having a rant. And my topic for that would be, when you're walking down a sidewalk, for example, and you're walking towards another person or a small group of people, there's a limited space for all the people involved to go past each other. And you get to that point where you've got to do some sort of matrix movement, get your body out of the way, because there's always that one person that makes absolutely no concerted effort to get out of the way. I'll fling that one over to you, rant dog. I mean, rat dong. Carry on. All three go. <laughs> rat dong. But, you know, my doctor tells me, Matt O'Kine, as they do many people, you got to get exercise in, go for a walk, keep your blood pressure down. Yeah. You know? Get the vit D. Exactly. But the, there's a D deficiency. <laughs> Ryan's hit the nail on the head here because when I go for walks these days on the footpath, my blood pressure goes through the roof because you would think that a few of these people had never even set foot on a dirt path the way they walk along. Oi, listen, okay, I'm going to jump in here. Listen up, Lewis Ryan, all right, and all you other beaters out there, all right, who can't handle someone just deciding to walk, all right, I'm sick of this crap. People standing back, oh, you go, no, you go, no, you go. Shut up and walk, mate, all right? We don't have time to do the funny little dances on the footpath. Oh, 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 which way are we going to just walk, okay? All right? Matt, I'm sick of this. Matt, the snowplow kind. I am not I'm not letting anyone get in my way. I don't care, mm, all, all right? right? And well, the same goes, no, you know what? And the same goes for this little dance of, of oh, no, you have the last potato. <laughs> oh, no, you have it. No, you have it. No, you have it. No, you have it. All the while, it's just getting colder and colder and less crispy. Hey? Yeah, well, I feel I, that I you have that sort of once. walked off the path a little bit there. To, um... If someone says, no, you have it, I go, thank you. And I take <laughs> it. Sometimes I don't even wait for them to say, you have it. I literally just step in. I say, I'm going to have the last one. All right? Because someone has got to do it. Here's a little information for anyone who's walking in a group on a footpath, all right? If you don't act like a flock of geese and get into single file and leave a bit of footpath for the rest of us, and I'm just sorry, Matt, I just spat on the Zoom screen at you, but it's because I'm angry because people don't fall in behind like the Australian 2,000-metre pursuit cycling team to get a little bit of wind resistance and give everyone a chance because I'm sick of getting my shoes in the grass and then stepping in the other dog's muck that people don't pick up and don't even get me started on that! Wait, oh, you want to keep going about sidewalk walking? Oh, okay, all right. Oh, yeah, what about these people who don't stop and get out of your way? I'm charging straight through, and if i got a pram on me, you better believe I will mow you down. Who are these absolute bozos, right? The only time I agree with Lewis Ryan here is that if anyone doesn't stop for me, if I've got a pram, if you see someone with a pram and you don't stop, you're an absolute dog. You are the dog. You are the rant dog, all right? <sighs> Can, if you see a cannot, pram... Cannot believe you'd say that. Oh, someone, well, yeah. I can use my genitals to make a baby and I can walk wherever I want because I've got a pram. It's garbage. 
just because you haven't used contraception does not mean you get more of the footpath than I do, Madokine. So why don't you shut your mouth, tip your pram in the bin, throw your baby in after it, and let's move on with the show. <laughs> Wait, um, hey, no. No. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I lost myself for a moment there. <clears throat> Okay, your baby doesn't have to go in the bin. Right. All right. Randog is really embodying the. I think. I think it's taking over you, man. <laughs> you have to do what real shock dogs do, and that's the uh, the next day apology. Breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. So I woke up the other day, Matt, um, which I'll do probably every day except for one. And um, it hit me. It hit me. It was dark everywhere. All right. What hit you? I realized something oh. that I've been fretting about for week. And I, it's one of those ones you open your eyes and you go, of course. And it was my little Chinese money plant. Okay, the lower leaves were starting to wilt a little bit, and I'm, mm. you know, giving a bit of water, not enough. Water. I've been doing the same thing. It's been thriving for a long time. Suddenly, lower leaves no good. Woke up. I'm like, I'm not giving it enough water. It's not soaking down to the bottom. So I gave it. it a big old drink, and then now she's back because I've been I've been doing the same water all the time because the plant's getting bigger. The water's not penetrating to the lower roots, which of course are the first leaves. And I just thought, Dyson, you little ripper. So. It, Five in the morning, I got out of bed and went and watered my plant. I just woke up and I'm like, I must water my plant. And then I went over and did it. And, and now it's thriving. A midnight epiphany. Did it. Did I mean, the job. To be fair, usually when I wake up at midnight, I need the watering. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Tongue is dust. Just <laughs> gasping like, you know that picture of E.T. or the alien in bed? Yeah. Like me after... Saturday yeah. night. Like, that's usually me when yeah. I wake up in the middle of the night. But uh, I don't you think need... about my Chinese money plan. <laughs> You've got to water it right down to the roots <laughs> if you're going to come back from that sort of dryness. Um, but I thought it was interesting because I, I don't know, I don't think I was dreaming about it, but it's just you woke up and you go, oh, there it is. First lucid no. thing. Is that, when do you have your best ideas? Oh, I mean, I've, I've, I heard a song in a fan once. Yeah, I, I, As I in was a just, fan of Matt O'Kine or a... No, in a, in a fan by my bed and I was lying in bed. It was very late at night and I kind of woke up and then I just listening into this fan going... <laughs> and I just heard this this beautiful piano ballad. It came to me. I went downstairs immediately recorded. Two years later, mm. jump in the studio with... Uh, actually, Jen Fricker helped me out with some backing vocals. I met a guy at a party who happened to be this mad singer, so I got him in as well. Yeah. Layered heat. I hope track, you didn't is- say this song came to me in a fan. <laughs> it's the first line in the song. <laughs> Heard this song in a fan. That's, what, that's the very first line of the song. <laughs> anyway, never released. Um, <laughs> you should have, enough, should have made fans- a song out of an air conditioner, mate. Much more powerful. Much more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have called it fan song. That's what I. Yeah. That's what, I mean, I, I should that's have come rough. up with a better name than that. That's but, rough. Uh, what about actually? Do you want to hear it? Do you want to yeah, hear chuck it? it on, mate. <laughs> chuck it on. I was listening to it the other day because it's on my private SoundCloud. Well, because it was a hot day and you uh, <laughs> needed to turn the fan on again. <laughs> Where is it? Let's go. See, look, I'll, I'll do. 
Oh, this is what I heard. Pretty sure that's a piano. I didn't. The fan didn't play the tune. <laughs> I just heard it, and then I went down and played it. Anyway, that's the singer. Anyways. <laughs> Did you hear that? Heard this song in a fan. Anyways, that, that was something that came to me in the middle of the night. Yeah, right. I don't what know about, if that's what you're after. Please let us know if you've had a midnight epiphany. Also going to accept shower epiphanies because a lot of the time under that hot water, that's where the juices start flowing and you go, of course. But let us know your epiphanies, uh, midnight or otherwise, and uh, we'll see what Australia has learned. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, Alex Dyson, I was walking along yesterday after the show, just going for a little dip in the local pool. Yep. Kind of having to think about what we'd talked about on the show. And I kind of, you know, you have, you have those <laughs> what if moments, you know, looking into the future. Because I, sort of, I sort of played out in my head like this imaginary conversation that we were having with um, our bosses. Yeah. <clears throat> and they were informing us that um, we were no longer going to be on... <laughs> the air anymore and in the in the imaginary conversation i i sort of thought oh well why what's the what's the reasoning behind this and they they merely pressed play on the <laughs> yesterday's show so yesterday's segment where i propose to find australia's best fart and i and i literally i couldn't you know when you have arguments in your head and you, they go back yeah. and forth for a long time usually you finished. usually you win because you make the best points and <laughs> the other person sees the light and concedes because you're the smartest i uh, packed but... my bags in my own head i was like no nah, that makes sense Look, that it, makes sense it was a bold decision <laughs> for you to suggest a brand new game show for australia um, either australia's got flatulence um, what was the other one um, what was it? So, so you, you think, think you can fart. <laughs> um, one I just thought of before, you what? could use the intro for uh, this show and do this. This is a fart attack. This is a fart <laughs> attack. This is fart attack. <laughs> down, out, down, 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 down. Could be the show and people come on and try and make the best sounding, you know, the crispest because there's... You know, much like diving, there are many different things a person would judge. And I said, as long as A, <laughs> the show itself is off our normal Which feed. I disagree a, with, by the way. I'm still going to be fighting for this to be on our timeline. Look, we've had to bring in Feces Free Fridays. <laughs> so I don't okay. think we can handle it. It's already a laughing stock. The only way we can give this idea credibility is to bring in some of the best judges in the game to make sure it's not just, you know, laughing at... You know, fart jokes. Yeah, ab- absolutely. You can't, a, I mean, there's there's nothing worse than just laughing at fart jokes. And there's, that's not art. That is not art. That's not culture. You know what I mean? Um, but we, we really appreciate some of the suggestions that have been put through on our Instagram, at MattDonAndDonAlex. Uh, Cooper K suggested Dr. Carl. That's a good idea. He's a great idea for a judge, okay? Not only do you get good judgment on the sounding and, you know, shape of the fart, but also and med- medical advice, you know? <laughs> He could let you know if something sounds wrong. Uh, at On The Trade says Shane Jacobson, a.k.a. Kenny, oh, which would yes. be great. And doesn't he already also do Australia's Got Talents? So he's he's one of the perfect picks. Mm. He is used to dealing with the crap on that show. Jazz Whitelaw says the poo jogger. <laughs> we can, I mean, this is someone who sprang to fame in Australia from expulsions. So 
Absolutely. Jones says, surely Richard Wilkins. No, we did. We do remember his um, accepted speech for Crumb of the Year a few years back. And um, if, if anyone knows his way around a fight noise, it is, <laughs> it is the big Dickie Williams. Uh, Tommy Little, an unsuggestion. Jim Jeffries. Frooms, uh, a.k.a. Lucinda Price. Uh, yeah. Seen from the pedestrian videos would be very, very good. And Trent from New South Wales. you got a good suggestion. All right. Let me take you back. Mid-2000s. Owens has just given the performance of their life. One man stands up with one arm windmilling, shouts one word, touchdown. That's right. It's Mark <laughs> oh, Owens. Yeah. Wow. Yep. 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 You're absolutely right. The catchphrase is going to be required for this. Oh, you reckon- to be fair, the last thing you want when you fart is uh, a touchdown. <laughs> well, might don't. be a more of a lift off in this situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man! If we can, (laughs) if we can somehow convince Mark Holder to come off this show, hear a fart noise, and then yell, "We have liftoff!" (laughs) I got to retire from the industry because we've peaked. Um, That is an excellent suggestion, Trent. Thank you very much, and look, hopefully, we can make it happen. Thank you. Oh, and finally, Alex Dyson. Someone else suggested. Ida Butt Rose. Well, wouldn't she be the worst judge? Because if it's a Butt Rose, it smells good. Well, no, but I mean, we just want the, we just want the sound. We're not. I don't care about the the scent. You know what I mean? I just I just want to know uh, the te- oh, okay, I want to hear the texture. Yeah, I guess that's a future. Comp- we're only judging on on sound quality rather than the rest of it. Yeah, <laughs> like smell and measuring on the Richter scale. <laughs> okay, uh, Kurt is with us as well. G'day, Kurt. How's it going, boys? Good, thanks, Kurt. <laughs> well, now, uh, I, I guess I'm of, okay. Speaking of taste, what do you think? <laughs> it's the end think? of the show. It's the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Take your pit, mate. What do you reckon? Look, I'm thinking going down the path of one of those famous judges from MasterChef, Matt Preston. Yeah, I think he'd be a yeah, and he judge. could lift the cravat over his nose as well, and then you know, think, so he wouldn't have to cop any of it. Yeah, he would have Probably tasted a, a few bit... cupcakes in his time there, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Probably make it a little bit classy too. A few of his descriptive words. Yeah, exactly. You got two hours to go. Push, push. <laughs> Finally, that would make sense. Um, anyway, thank you very much for that one, Kurt. We'll catch you later. All right, thanks, boys. Gotcha. Well, let us know your thoughts because. Um, Producer Bron is the one who's going to be stuck with, <laughs> with the task so sorry. of explaining I'm... to famous professionals <laughs> the idea that we have. Uh, Bron, you you up for that? Yeah, I'll try my best. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, like, are you gonna are you gonna put it in the subject line of the email or what? Just hide it in the body. I'm gonna name the show Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh. All day break wind. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We'll see see what happens there. But honestly, thank you very much for listening to the show today. Really appreciate your time. Thank you to Kate Middleton for dishing the goss on the uh, all things Oprah and the people who do the things. Should we be asking for submissions? (sighs) I guess we should. Okay, so are you going to say it? Should I say it? Okay, go on. You say it. Tell the people what we need and we require. So send us your farts <laughs> on, on at matt.n.alex. 
Wow. And there it is. <laughs> we did it. We reached the absolute bottom. Now, now I know how James Cameron <laughs> felt reaching the Titanic. That's as low as you can go, people. All right. We'll see how it turns out. And we'll catch you next time on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Goodbye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.